to a pick and roll to Thompson with a lay and counted and a foul. What do you know? Pick and roll, and it works for two. And Anna Carrico across the timeline. And a head full of steam to the rack with a right hand layup, and it's good. On a fourth down and three. Out of the pistol. He's going to throw it. Drops back. Back to the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Eastern Michigan! Welcome into this edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Greg Steiner and Kyler Ludlow. Happy to have you along, as always, on our Martin Luther King holiday experience here on the podcast. It's a day that so many throughout the Eastern Michigan campus and really the entire community as a whole remember the fine work that Dr. Martin Luther King did. And the culmination of that, of the celebration of his work, continues today and tomorrow as the men's basketball team plays host to Bowling Green at 7 o'clock. And as part of that, the Eagles will be the halftime festivities tomorrow honoring the work and community service that so many around Eastern Michigan have done. That you're at chance to go tomorrow if you've not already given back to MLK celebrations throughout the community. Uh, a solemn event on campus Thursday started with a walk attended by a lot of EMU supporters and, and athletes and it's continued on and uh, second year of a partnership to allow men's basketball to be a part of this experience as well Kyler yeah and I know uh, one of the segments we have today is talking to a few of the guys and uh, the director of operations Lakita Gantz uh, just about the impact of Martin Luther King Jr. on their lives um, especially a couple of them grew up in the south so uh, they have an interesting perspective on that as well so uh, it, it was really cool to hear their experiences um, and their perspectives and I'm glad that we get to share that with everybody great experience and a really good opportunity to listen to those guys today as well. Uh, a busy podcast and a really busy week as a whole. We look back at the week that was. Eastern Michigan uh, was on the road for both men's and women's basketball, came up just a little short at Buffalo and then at Ohio, respectively, on the women's side. They're, the women's team back at it Wednesday evening against Again, Bowling Green State University, a 7 o'clock start. It's faculty staff appreciation night. So if you're working for the university, a chance for you to come out and uh, take in some hoops uh, for no cost. If you want to get more information on that, we can certainly direct you to that on emueagles.com as well. Before then, we get gymnastics going. They're coming off their first victory. They knocked off Western Michigan in the try meet against NIU and WMU over the weekend. And then men's track and field for their first time. They're back at home this year as long as the women's track and field team. Great performances they had up at Saginaw Valley to get their season going. Yeah, and it's, it's exciting to have them here on, on campus over in Bowen uh, so fans can go out and see them. We talk about their great success and how many people we have coming out of that program year after year going on to do great things as Olympians. And, well, they, they're not here all, all that often to be able to see. Well, this is an opportunity Saturday morning starting at 9 o'clock to get out to Bowen and see some of the tracksters really go at it and, and see what it's all about. If you've never been to Bowen, it can only be described as a building that can get extremely loud and extremely hot in a cramped space. Uh, so Saturday afternoon, or morning and afternoon, it'll come back alive for the only thing that that old barn can do. You can also just walk right across the hallway then for swimming and diving. They'll take on Bowling Green. What do you know? It's a week of Falcons here at yeah. Ypsilanti, it seems. Yeah, three three times uh, taking on the Falcons, which 
you know, great for them, I guess, if you're going to take a road trip, it might as well be a pretty short one uh, up here to Ypsilanti. But one of the things I think we haven't mentioned yet, but with the with the government shut down, all the events here in the Convocation Center are free for federal employees um, and, until the government's back up and running. So uh, we know the, the hardships that that is putting a lot of people through, and we want to, you know, kind of help. It's not, you know, a lot, but hey, coming out to watch a, a couple basketball games and uh, and gymnastics, having some fun in, in the convo, we hope we can help out anyway. Yeah, you got to go through TSA lines the other day. Uh, more impressive that they continue to do their job at such a high skill rate, uh, even knowing the stress that they're probably in at home. We That's the least we can do to help thank them uh, for their service. So uh, appreciate that it, reminder as well. But just show your government ID at the door and it'll get you in free. This week, I had a chance to sit down with the newest member of Eastern Michigan's Athletic Department, and that's the newest football coach added to the equation, and that's offensive line coach James Patton. He comes via the University of Pittsburgh after last two years being a quality control guy, but he's a guy that's familiar with the Mid-American Conference, having played and coached at Miami of Ohio down in Oxford, and he's a guy that Grew up kind of like you and I in Northwest Ohio. He's originally from Lafayette, so we'll get his thoughts on what it means to be joining this EMU program. And we have Peanuts Gallery to kind of wrap things up, our first one of those in a while. But Peanuts sat down with a couple of baseball guys. It's crazy, but as we hit the middle of January, baseball season's right around the corner, and uh, so we get a chance to to hear that. As always, it's a, it's a blast and should be uh, make for a pretty good show. Always fun times. Stick around. The full, complete Monday edition of the Eastern Cider Podcast coming at you right now. With the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan mobile app, you can manage your health care coverage anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Download it now from the Apple Store or Google Play. Newest addition to the Eastern Michigan coaching staff is Chris Creighton on Friday, named his newest offensive line coach, and that's James Patton. Welcome to Eastern Michigan. Yeah, thanks, Greg. It's uh, certainly great to be here. What uh, a, a resume that you've been able to, to, to produce out there. 18 years of experience in the Midwest. You start your career at Mac Rival Miami of Ohio as a student athlete and a, then as a, as a coach, but then you've seen a little bit of everything from Pittsburgh to Oklahoma to Indiana and Northwestern. Yeah, it's been a... Uh... Again, you know, it's uh, the coaching profession. There's, there's, uh, there's change and there's transition, and um, but I've been pretty fortunate to be around good people, and uh, and certainly that's uh, that's why I got into coaching. Uh, couldn't play the game anymore, so um, wanted a chance to to coach it and develop guys and and build relationships with, uh, of course, players, but also coaches and uh, families. So, um, so yeah, I feel pretty fortunate to be had been around good places and, and with great people and. Uh, Looking forward to the same thing here. Eastern Michigan, certainly a place that Chris Creighton has built something special based on relationships and his ability to, to find people that uh, really put student-athletes first. And he has raved about you. What has the biggest thing that has attracted you to Eastern Michigan as well as Coach Creighton? Well, you just mentioned it. Uh, certainly uh, Coach Creighton and, and, uh, and the staff. Um, you know, I've been had relationships with uh, – uh, Tom Allen at Indiana University and uh, and Coach Allen uh, and I know Coach Creighton are, are very close and uh, and just just being able to to be a part of that relationship and um, and uh, you know and, and being around great guys on the staff great coaches 
Um, it's obvious that uh, from the outside looking in and you know, what, what the staff has done and the players have done here at Eastern Michigan and um, in terms of turning the program and where it needs to be and where it's going on an uphill, uh, obviously an uphill climb to, to win a MAC championship. So just uh, that's what attracted me, you know, being around great people and, uh, and, and having a chance to be a part of a great program. You come into an offensive line that will have to see some changes in 2019. Only two returners in City Sow and Steven Nielsen come back. Three seniors will graduate. Uh, one that allows you to, to put your stamp on things and, and get young guys in there. But two, it also means some young guys will be in there. <laughs> it certainly does, Greg. Uh, but, you know, that's that's the challenge, and, that, and that's, that's why we coach. Um, Every year is a new year, and every every team's in, in every offensive line position or whatever position group uh, that you go to, um, you have to replace guys. And um, and there's new faces. There's 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 new people coming in. There's there's maybe guys that haven't played that you uh, that you expect to play. And um, but ultimately, they're going to decide that in terms of how they how they perform, how they uh, how they play. And and but it's my job to develop and coach those guys. So I'm excited about the challenge. Uh, Again, I know um, I haven't met everybody yet and still trying to figure out the pieces and where guys fit. But, uh, you know, uh, Coach Keen and, and the whole staff and Coach Creighton, offensive staff, you know, have a pretty good feel of what guys have done. And uh, and I'll watch enough tape here uh, with, with watching cut-ups and stuff from last year's games to be able to see, uh, you know, who played well. And uh, and I know there's some young guys that can that have contributed and, 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 and will even more this year. Each coach has their own different philosophy. What's kind of your philosophy on, on coaching the offensive line? I know you've had different responsibilities, been everything from a defensive line coach to special teams, but now as an offensive line, really it all starts in the trenches with you. Yeah, it certainly does, Greg, and that's what's the beauty of, of coaching the guys up front and coaching the offensive line. Um, obviously, they're, they're the first guys out. They're protecting. Uh, they're blocking for the backs, and they're protecting for the quarterback, and uh, – and, and our jobs getting done um, is, is, is crucial to everybody else getting their job done. So, um, so I, again, I love it. It's, it's all part of the, uh, you know, the, you know, the ability to coach guys and develop guys. Um, the quarterback's a really important guy, too. Now, that guy's getting the ball every snap, but, uh, but certainly the guys up front blocking for him. And uh, as far as the philosophy and, and the way I coach guys is um, – you know, every you know, I, I know there's two things everybody can, every guy can control, and uh, having a great attitude, and, and playing with a great attitude, and then uh, and having great effort, and uh, those are two things that, that really take no talent or ability. It's just uh, it's a mindset and it's a choice, and uh, it's what's in their heart, and um, so I'm gonna be looking forward to to seeing how guys do that. Here with James Patton, you look at uh, your view now, a little different than what you were last year as a quality control coach. You don't have quite the, the same ability to be hands-on. How refreshing is it to, to be able to be back there really doing what you love the most and, and helping mold young people? It's certainly refreshing. Um, again, my role, you know, the past, the past season and uh, as a quality control coach, you know, was, it was a great role that I could, uh, do, you know, do game planning things and, uh, and, uh, and certainly uh, be, a, be a major contributor that way at, uh, at the school I was at. Um, even though I was limited to, uh, you know, being able to coach on the field, but uh, getting back on the field and coaching and and, and and developing guys and teaching guys fundamentals and and um, 
and all that just just watching guys work and uh and having having my hands on it's uh it's certainly refreshing and uh again that's why that's why we coach that's why we you know we get into, into this profession so people love offense and at two of your stops it's been no secret your offense was very very good I, I, at Oklahoma and Indiana, you had a 3,500-yard passer, 2,000-yard rushers, and a 1,000-yard receiver all in the same year. Is there a secret to offensive success, or is it really just start with, with really talented student-athletes first? Well, it certainly starts with talented student-athletes, um, you know, guys that, that have the ability to make plays, and certainly offensively, and guys that have the ability to block people and, and sustain those blocks, but... Um, but again, there's you know there's concepts and there's schemes and there's philosophies in the way you do things and and you know and being aggressive and assertive and uh, and making big plays you know and, and being consistent that way so so it's really both it's um you know you know as, as Coach Keen and as the offense coordinator and Coach Creighton and just you know having an impact on you know the philosophy as an offense but but putting the pieces together and, and certainly up front putting the you know the the five best players out there on every play. And, and them being able to do their job so everybody else can execute, uh, with, you know, receiver and back and quarterback and uh, tight end and so uh, and running back. So um, that's what offensive football is. You know, it's, 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 it's 11 guys playing together, guys executing, doing their jobs and being accountable for that, and then, uh, and then doing it to the best of their ability. So uh, that's what I look forward to doing. You look at this, it's a return for you to the Mid-American Conference, a league that top to bottom, there's so much parity in this league. I know a lot has changed since you were first in it, but what makes the Mid-American Conference so special? Again, I just think, uh, you know, it's it's a great conference, and like you said, there's a lot of parity. And um, and so every week, you you know, you're going to have a challenge. You're going to have a great, uh, you know, opponent to go against. And, um, you know, again, you know, playing in the MAC myself, I mean, it was always, you know, we were a tough team. You know, we're going to play tough. We're going to play Power 5 schools tough and, and, and beat those teams. And, uh and certainly Eastern has done that uh, the last the last couple of years and beating the Big Ten teams. Um, you know, and I I have a son that plays in the MAC, so there's uh, you know, and he plays at a school that uh, that, that that we need to beat. They've so had a little um, success over us the last few years. Yeah. So, but we'll, you know, we need to change that. And uh, and and again, I'm I'm just excited about this opportunity and uh, and 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 having an impact on on Eastern Michigan football. And then last question before I get you out of here: two guys that both grew up in Northwest Ohio and. Uh, you from Allen East, uh, originally playing in high school. I'm from the rival in Bluffton. But uh, what what does small towns like that uh, people overlook sometimes in the recruiting world that you, you may or may not get noticed? But living in f- rural farm country, there's a lot of good football that's played out there. <laughs> no, there's Greg Northwest Conference football. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know there there are good good players in this in the small towns and. Um, you know, but that's again, that's our jobs to, to evaluate guys as, as coaches and, and recruiting area coaches and uh, and find those guys. And um, you know, and it, again, it's you know having the opportunity to, to, to go to camps, things like that. You know, and, and and having you know being on successful programs helps too. So, um, but there's a lot of good players in small towns. It's it's the work ethic, it's the toughness, it's the uh, the blue collar mentality, and. Uh, you know, and that's that's you know that that helps guys uh, get get noticed and, um, and and again just developing relationships with with uh, small town people I think is important. So um, again, it's uh, I'm just excited about the opportunity being in, back in Ohio, you know, close to Ohio, Northwest Ohio, and for my family and uh, and my wife's family. So um, 
yeah, just excited to get started. Coach, we appreciate your time. Congrats on the job here at Eastern Michigan, and we look forward to great things in 2019. All right, great. Thanks, Greg. Do you want to eat something better than ramen? Come to Candy Cane Wireless, your local Boost Mobile dealer, and get all the data and hotspot you need to feed your brain while having money left over to eat more than noodles. Boost Mobile by Candy Cane Wireless, located at 3033 Packard Street in Ann Arbor. I feel like Dr. King's legacy helped shape my childhood a lot growing up in the South, um, being a lot, being around a lot of different ethnicities, you know, black, white, everybody, you know, it helped bring everybody together. He didn't have to worry about the things that he had to worry about growing up. He helped lay the foundation of the way that everything is read today. He helped bring everybody together. So it kind of made my life easier growing up in the South where racism could be a big part of a lot of people's lives. but. He helped make that much more smoother for me growing up. I'm going to take Dr. Skin's lessons and I'm going to, first of all, install those in my household, try to raise my kids kind of in the way that he wanted black people to be grow up, you know, how he wanted them to act, you know, with that self-empowerment, that, that self-enlisting, you know, not just black and white, but he wants everybody to come together. So I'm going to try to raise my kids to show that treat everybody with the kindness and the fairness that he installed all his followers, and when I'm leading an organization or wherever I'm at, I'm going to try to treat everybody like they're equal, like we're a family. So I feel like, because I feel like that's the best way anything can be ran with that family environment. I'm Tariq Silver from Clarksville, Tennessee. Happy Martin Luther King Day, and thank you. Uh, so I'll tell you a quick little story. When I was eight years old in the third grade, that was my first introduction to who Martin Luther King Jr. was. And at the time, I listened to my teacher tell the story of his life and then tell how he died. Um, I was eight years old and I cried as if I knew the man. So for me, I believe that God put whatever it was inside of me to let me know that what he fought for and what he died for was worth way more than I could understand at that age. Um, and since then, I've lived my life pretty much through that moment knowing that I care about something or some people that I probably don't even know yet. Um, so that, that, that's my meaning when it comes to, I mean, I think that describes it at best. The one thing for sure is to serve other people and to always think about what I can do for someone else. Um, he pretty much could have died at any time, right? Fighting for people he didn't even know. Um, wanting to be diverse and wanting to know other races and, and accept and have them accept him as just a person. And so I think that what I try to teach our guys is the character of who you are is most important. Um, no matter who you are being that character too. So whether it's good or bad, it's still a reflection of who you want to be. I know that I play many roles as a mother, a big sister, auntie, I'm also the one that they kind of fear because I'm always, you know, on their um, butts about doing the right thing, being a good person. As much as Coach Murphy can get on them about the toughness and, and being what you need to be on the court and, you know, off the court, I think my motherly lesson of caring about the whole character comes in just because I connect probably to the mother that they already have. <laughs> so um, discipline, all those things, discipline, hard work, all those things come, but I have a different way of showing it through the mother side. 
My name is Lakita Gantz. I am the Director of Operations for Men's Basketball at EMU. I'm one of five women that hold this position. Thank you and happy Martin Luther King Day. The impact of Martin Luther King MLK Day is a very special day for kids around the country like that's like me around our age to you know, know the importance of the way he created a path for us and the way the things he implemented back to where he wanted a new world for us black young men. It's very special to understand what he does for us and us for celebrate this day. So his family and anybody who was with him at the time to make a new way to be proud about how the world is working right now. Well, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, sports going to come to an end. So, you know, just being a young man, a young black man out in the society, you know, and the rights and the wrongs and how people portray you, you know, to just to do the right thing and, you know, just carry yourself the right way. And uh, he, he basically just gave us a way to where we, we know how to act around, you know, certain certain type of, you know, different people and, uh, and ways that people portray us. But at the end of the day, you got to know, overcome a lot of things and just just make a way for yourself. Uh, I'm Malik Ellison from Flint, Michigan, men's basketball team here at Eastern Michigan. Happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody. The legacy to Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, means a lot in my life. It really is kind of the foundation for what I try to live by is just treating everybody equally, no matter where you come from, your religious background, you know, your racial background, whatever. Just try to treat everybody the way I would want to be treated. And pretty much just go out of my way to be as kind as possibly can to my fellow man, even when I don't receive it, just being kind. And if I continue to do that, everything pretty much will work out for me in the best. The lessons that I've learned from him that I incorporate now on the floor, I really try to incorporate them in my everyday life and getting older, continue to grow and mature. Uh, one day I'll be able, to be able to incorporate them into my family's life and my kids' life to just instill those values so that they can be the best citizens, the best people, um, you know, that they can be in every single facet of life and also trying to continue my professional career to continue to uh, instill those values and promote those values at the professional level and just become a better person overall. My name is Paul Jackson. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody out there. That was Tariq Silver, Lakita Gantz, Malika Ellison, and Paul Jackson bringing us their thoughts on this Martin Luther King Day. For the full video, check out Tuesday night's game against Bowling Green State University during halftime. You'll see the full video feature that includes those four and a little bit extra. It'll also be available on social medias and YouTube here in the coming days. We'll be back with more Eastern Insider just after this. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. Hey guys, it's Nicole Medios, and this is another segment of Peanuts Gallery. Today I'm joined with... Devin Hager, Nick Jones. <laughs> and you guys are on what team? We are on the baseball team. Nice, nice. All right. Um, what, just some basic questions to get to know you. Sure. Um, where are you guys from, Devin? I'm first. from 
Commerce Township, Michigan, which is about 45 minutes northeast of campus, so pretty close to the school. Oh, full on directions. Oh, <laughs> I'm from the best city in the world on the left side of Michigan. Battle Creek, Michigan, Serial City. That's all he talks so bor about. Born and raised. <laughs> it's one of my five phrases that I say. What are some of your other ones? Oh, no. We'll Got save it for later. Okay. It's, it's, a, get to, a, it's a get to know yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. We We're not him, there yet. We call him No Feel Nick. Yeah. Oh, God. Just kidding. He's gotten better. <laughs> Working on um, <laughs> And you guys are also what class? We are both juniors. Juniors? Yep, juniors Fellow year. juniors? Yeah. Right. Good times. But what's weird with you, Nick, you're born in 97. I am born in 97. Which is yeah. weird because I'm 98, you're I'm a 98. 98. We're two days apart. Yeah, day we, apart. we're a day apart. Day apart. That's, that's weird that you're in a junior for me because in Canada we do Thank you. I mean, birth year. I, I try to keep up my beard game so I look a little <laughs> older too. So that's, that's You're the wise low. one of the yeah. junior class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wise men have to have beards. Yeah. So. <laughs> and position wise? For baseball, shortstop, second base, third base. I play anywhere on the. A little field. bit of everything, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm a catcher and third baseman. So. Yeah, catcher. I don't know how you squat like that. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of yoga. <laughs> yeah, a lot of yoga. My knees would just give no. right out. It's it's hips for me. Really? But yeah, it's been a long journey. It's been fun. Yeah. Yoga. Gotta like learn you to said. love your body. And well, your body's gotta love you back. <laughs> that's right. Long season. It's yeah. not so forgiving sometimes, but. It's what you love to do. It's, yeah. Good. Do it all for love. <laughs> exactly. And um, how long have you guys been playing baseball? Ooh. My dad taught me baseball when I was four years old. Yeah. And I was playing in you know, the rec league with yeah. uh, t-ball and everything like that. <laughs> and then I started travel ball when I was eight years old. So that really? we hit the ground running since then. And my parents have made a lot of sacrifices you know, every summer so that yeah. we could uh, you know, follow our dream. And it's, it's just been a blessing Aww. to end up here. So. That's so nice. That's probably cool for them. They get to come watch oh, you play here. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's, it's really far. cool, especially with Nate, my brother, being on yeah. the team. That's um, awesome. They're able to be in the same spot every weekend, where back then when we were on two different teams, it was really hard. You know, we didn't have two hotel rooms in yeah. two different parts of the country <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, for a weekend. So they're traveling so. a Yeah, bunch. it's nice that weekends we get to spend together. Um, even if we still travel across the country, we're going to be together. Yeah. So it'll be, it's, it's been fun. Devin, how long have you been playing? Me probably goes all the way back to when I was four. That was probably the first organized baseball I played. I played t-ball for a year. And then, you know, it gradually went into coach pitch and then actual players pitching. And then right around the time I was 11, I started getting into travel baseball. And that's when I got pretty serious oh, traveling nice. from state to state, like he said, playing in different cities and different states. And then... Obviously, when I got to high school, it gets it, more serious. It gets more serious. Yeah. And, but yeah, like him, I'm blessed to be at Eastern. And hey, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, get into see different players that we yeah. played against growing up, and now they're on the same team. And yeah. couldn't be any happier with how it's been. You guys start soon this Friday, I yeah. believe, is your first yeah, official first practice. practice. this Friday. Ooh. So that's exciting. Yeah, Season starting. Yeah. Are you looking forward to it yeah. this year? Well, ready to get Yeah, everything's now. speeding up. We've had a little. Uh, different kind of training this fall and yeah. this winter we've had a lot more reps and i feel like this is the best we are prepared to take on the season that's awesome. and when the when we hit the ground running i think we're yeah. gonna be ready for sure you guys go to alabama first starting alabama Have, yeah. that's pretty far yeah that's it like is, the furthest yeah. place you've gone for baseball not at eastern specifically but like your whole baseball furthest career place, maybe. My, well we did it our freshman and 
Yeah, I mean, our freshman year for baseball, we did go to Fresno State, so that was probably the furthest we went. Yeah. That's so Um, cool. That's also, like, a cool thing about playing college sports. You get to go. Places I've never been that I get to see and experience for the first time. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Also, so you guys are also roommates? Absolutely. Oh, best roommates in the Mac right here. Oh, my goodness. This kid has enough. Oh, brothers. Yeah, best friends isn't even in there. Brothers. 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 And we both have two moms because our families are close exactly. and everything uh, like that, too. Yeah, so no, we, we look cute. out for one another. And Nate, his younger yeah. brother, yeah. Uh, it's just a nice trio. Drake, too. And Drake, yeah. Drake. Jake Peggs comes <laughs> off. He, he's always up here grinding oh away on the PS4 yeah. with yeah. us. It's, it's, right, it's well, nice, though. I'm going to test your roommate best friend knowledge oh, right oh, now. No. Uh, are well, you ready for this? I'm ready. So we'll go back and forth. All right. All right. So, Nick, you're first. So a question, and it's all questions about Devin, and then Devin has questions about you. Mm. So you'll answer, and then he'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Are you ready? Yes. You sure? Yeah. Okay, so what's Devin's pre-batting routine? Pre-batting routine. Like he's ready to step so, up, home run, here we go. <laughs> or bunt. Or okay. bunt. <laughs> what's his routine? So he, his walk-up song when he walks up mm-hmm. is Shelter by Carrollton. Yep. Okay. That's correct. And he'll walk up. He'll dig in the box, then he steps out and draws a smiley face with his bat wherever he is. <laughs> Good vibes. With his left arm. Oh, wow. We're and details. then he'll step in. This is just a reminder that you know, baseball is supposed to be fun and everything. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And then he steps in. And then that's. Puts the bat out, points where he wants to hit it, and he goes. A home run out of the park. Here <laughs> uh, we go. He yeah, turns up. He mostly goes for the bunts and singles. <laughs> but, hey, it works. Whatever yeah, he's going Yeah. Yeah, right. so it's uh, the school routine he has. Is that correct, Devin? That is correct. All yeah. right, good it's job. A smiley face or a cross, you know. Yeah. Nice. But same thing, yeah, run. It's a game. It's just a game. It's all for fun. Nice. I like yeah. it. That's so cool, man. Simplify it. All right, Devin, now you. Mm. What's Nick's middle name? Alexander. That's right. That wow. is right. We put community service hours in on Eagle Sake, and it pops up the middle name. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good reminder. Well, that was quick. Yeah. You got it quick. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have to think about it. Yeah. N-A-J. Yep, Madge. Madge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to you, Nick. What's Devin's favorite Major League Baseball team oh. and major and NFL football team? Oh, yes. oh I'm going to go right yes. to the NFL and say the Let's Minnesota go. Vikings. School. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the Vikings theme song probably every Sunday at 12.30 p.m. just to get his mind right. Yeah, you got some um, unfortunately, he, he didn't have the year he wanted to Tough have year. as a Minnesota Vikings fan. Oh, but That's all right. Uh, the tough years make... What, yeah, what was exactly. even tougher was, you know, his his belief in that, you know, the Tigers this year for the MLB. Um, yeah, it's also my favorite team, so nice. you know, we shared our our pain Another together, but best friend Another connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always got the games on. Yeah, <laughs> good time, especially right. when you play the Blue Jays. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> don't cross any lines there. <laughs> okay, uh, Devin, mm-hmm. if you guys went out to, do you guys like Golden Egg? Golden Egg's good. Uh, we love. What's Golden Nick's egg. order? Gotta be, you either get the hunter's breakfast, very popular, but it's gotta be a skillet. Oh, it's definitely it's a skillet. What skillet? It's gotta be oh. the one I get. What's the one? Country skillet. Country skillet, baby. Wow. We, we, I thought that was gonna be a hard one. I we literally, literally go to the restaurant. One. We went to oh, Chili's yeah. other night. We get the same thing every time. <laughs> you get onions on your skillet, though, right? I do get onions I, I, on I my skillet. I take onions off. Oh, hey, you know yeah, what? I'm, Attention I'm to detail. You. you know what? I love that. Wow. Okay, well, you guys are both two for two. Okay. Well, kind of connected food-wise, what's Devin's favorite place to eat, Nick? Devin's favorite place to eat? <laughs> wow. Uh, 
Considering like Devin's a vacuum and he eats anything in his sight, that makes it a little harder. We give you like two. One. Oh, Dev's favorite place to eat. I can give you a hint. There's not many of them in Michigan. Not many of them in Michigan. <laughs> it's oh, not no. Spangles. <laughs> when we were both out in Kansas, that was the place we went to eat every every day after a game because we played for the same summer team, just different summers. Yeah. Um, not many in Michigan. Mm-mm. No, we well, we don't eat any in Ypsilanti. One on this campus, actually. Oh, I think uh, I know what it is. Chick-fil-A, yeah. baby. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Nice. Oh, man. Go to. Yeah. All right. I'll take you so to So now you're three for three. It's all up to you. He could have this right here and say he's the better friend. Are you ready? Better friend wouldn't yeah. do that, though. What's all? I know family's really important to Nick. What's all his family members' names? Like, including the dog. Immediate family, yeah. Immediate family. Okay. So, there's Nick. Yes. His brother, Nate. Yes. He's a year younger. Oh, wow. Okay. His mm. mother and my mother, Amy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> His dad's name is Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Jones. And the dog, Chaz. Oh, Chaz. Chaz. Chaz is a well, dog. You guys are best friends. That's awesome. Aw. Aw, that's hey, so you sweet. Pass the test, I guess fast. I, 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 I wouldn't have thought anything else of you if you uh, got anything wrong. Yeah. Aw, that's, that's sweet. I would have... Looked at him a little <laughs> differently, but it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. That's fine. <laughs> and then just to kind of wrap it up, yeah. you guys both came to Eastern for a reason. What's that reason? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, uh, you know, it's between Eastern Michigan and, and Taylor University for me. And Taylor University was a small Christian school. And I thought it was really cool that I'd have a chance to, you know, grow my faith there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, anywhere I go, I have the opportunity to. Uh, be a light and be the man I've been called to be despite um, my location I, and I immediately felt the family atmosphere here yeah. at Eastern through the baseball team and I feel like I can make the biggest impact through my faith on nice. this campus so um, that was the biggest reason for me just to be able to be a light um, on this campus. Awesome. So. Devin? For me I'm going to kind of mirror what, what he said and it's it was the perfect fit yeah. for both athletics, academics, just the relationships here yeah. And, you know, you don't get that many other places. And I think right from the beginning, I could tell that the baseball team and the rest of the athletic department, it's a family. And, mm-hmm, no doubt. you know, it's good to build those relationships. And for the four or five, you know, six years that you might be here, those friendships and those relationships are going to last a lifetime. So I think it's definitely cool to kind of. Oh, so so no, no, but yeah, the relationships and just being able to use baseball as a platform yeah. for things that are bigger than baseball. So I think that was one of the biggest reasons I chose to come here and nice. having a roommate like Nick. Oh, I love you, man. Oh, God. Oh, transition could have been even <laughs> better. So, yeah. Get all sappy on me. I love, know. Love Eastern. Go nice. Eagles. Go Eagles. Woo. <laughs> rah, rah, rah. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks, Pina. Good catching up. It's a great catching up. Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. (laughs) And everyone, thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Remedios, and this was Peanuts Gallery. Thank you for listening to the Eastern Insider Podcast. You can find the Eastern Insider on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and, of course, emueagles.com. Please leave us a rating and let us know how we're doing. Until next week, go Eagles.